House of Hades, Chapter 29, Percy. Percy was relieved when the demon grandmothers closed him for the kill. Sure, he was terrified. He didn't like the odds of three... Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. but any audiobook ever like I've really? never yeah they've just never been my something that I've been oh. interested in and I listened to the um, chapters through audiobook today and it was as I said to Brayden very disorienting to have somebody else decide how I'm perceiving these books and characters you know yeah like to have somebody else's voice yeah creepy mostly because I don't really have a, like an inner monologue you know that thing where mm-hmm. people don't have inner monologues? Yeah. So, like, it's weird to... It doesn't... Okay. It doesn't matter. So, so what I'm hearing... Turn I know what you mean. <laughs> um, Ava, Neve, how are we? I have pancakes. Um, has pancakes. I have chocolate chip pancakes in front of me, and that's just about how I'm doing right now, because um, I'm in a state of perpetually exhausted in a lot of ways at the current moment due to my external extracurricular commitments. Um, that's gonna end in like two weeks though, and maybe I'll go back to being a person. Um, so that's just kind of where I'm floating right now, but I have chocolate chip pancakes, guys. And that is grand. Mm-hmm. How are you, Nate? I'm jealous of your chocolate chip pancakes because I'm sitting so, like, whenever I look at Brayden, like, chocolate chip pancakes are blocking the <laughs> eye line, and it's making me jealous. Uh, but otherwise, I'm good. I. Finally had a non-exhausting week. Just Yay. like mildly tiring. So that was fun. That was good. <laughs> but I'm doing good. Um, I have gone through a lot of weird things with my RA job this week. Um, but they will hopefully be resolved by someone who isn't me. So, doing Fine. good. How are you, Brayden? I'm alright. COVID's been out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in the home. Um, yeah, actually. One of our roommates does indeed have COVID. Um, but it's fine. Like, it, like it's, it, like, it actually is fine. Like, we're almost at the end of the, like, her quarantine period, and we're all A-okay yeah. for, for now. So, um, so it's fine. But that was definitely a... Scary. A hallmark of the week. Yeah. Um. But yeah, other than that, doing all right. Um, Started rehearsals for the show I'm working on. Yeah. Go, it's all going well. So, yeah, doing all right. Doing all right. Very exciting. Um, welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. Um, this week, we will be discussing uh, House of Hades chapters 29 through 32 through the theme of Dependence. So neat. Uh, <laughs> Some I don't know if y'all could hear that, but a door just slammed above. The us. doors in this building slammed so bad. Oh my god! It like wakes people up. Hmm. I'm summarizing. Yes, you're summarizing. I am. Congratulations. <laughs> Fuck 
What is it called? Timer. Clock app. I couldn't find the app. Do this every week. All right. You have 45 seconds and you're 45 seconds now. Oh my God. Okay. Um, so, so the, your timer's a minute 45. <laughs> I was going to still re tell it you what it is. We'll start, um, we'll start from the beginning. We'll start from the beginning. <laughs> And your time go. <laughs> okay, um, so they're in, they're um in they're about to get attacked. Percy, Bob, and Annabeth they're about to get attacked, and like, um, then they they start defending themselves, start killing the the grandmas, and then the grandma demons, and then Percy's all of a sudden bleeding like real bad, and Annabeth's like, shit, what's going on? Um, and it turns out the the monsters are curses of the. That the other monsters, Percy and Annabeth, who have killed in the past, have set on them. And um, they get mega fucked to a point where, like, you would just not expect them to make it out of it alive. And Bob finds out his real identity. Uh, but then um, Annabeth goes blind for a second, but then they all end up okay. And Bob forgives Percy for what he did. That was good. It was a little vague, but I think it was pretty good. I think yeah. That's pretty good. Those yeah. are the broad strokes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my what I have to say about these chapters is what the fuck. Yeah, in every way. They it was so much overwhelming. Really like oh, here are the consequences of all of your actions Literally ever. Not once. Literally. Yeah. What music have we? Um, I pick. I feel like you interrupted you so much. Yeah, no, go. You, you pick. What did you pick? What did, what did you, what do you have to say, Neve? No, please indulge us. I'm sorry. Guys, I found out today, this is like irrelevant completely, but I found out today, I have a thing where like when I'm walking next to someone I am good friends with, I'll normally grab their arm and like, you know, like the old 1940 style way of walking, of like walking arm in arm. And I found out today for the first time, I've done that to everyone I'm friends with for about three years. Today for the first time that Brayden doesn't like it. And he never said anything to me ever. I didn't know you didn't like it. <laughs> oh my God. I will tolerate it, but I don't particularly like it. No, to be honest. That's crazy. It makes it hard to move. Oh Unbelievable. God. I'm such a physical touch girly. Like hug me. At all times. It was just, why did you say anything then? It doesn't matter. That's so funny. It just had me chuckling. I guess it wasn't the worst, as Brain still talks to me. But anyways, my song is Cardiac Arrest by Bad Sons. Um, good song. Some is very, like, Doomsday-esque. And that's kind of what was happening in these um, chapters. True. And, yeah, I, I think... A good a good soundtrack to what was happening. Um, the one of the lyrics that's repeated is like, "I'll be there to take the fall," and I feel like that is quite literally what Percy like, his whole inner monologue about what he like during this is like, "I'll take on every curse so Annabeth doesn't have to." So, yeah, that's my pick. Damn. Um, my pick is. Uh, Phantoms by Rina Sawayama, um, which is off her latest album, Hold the Girl, which came out last week when you guys are hearing this. Um, <laughs> but very recently, um, 
it's incredible and also like it's I feel very poignant um I'm forgetting the lyrics now but I promise it's it's poignant and I had a reason I just it's escaping me at the moment um I mean I don't have memorized yet so I can't help you but um oh here are the lyrics so it's like um don't want to do this without you don't want to do this if you're locked away in my mind I tried everything to fill the void where you left me um, my fandom. It's it reminds me a lot of like the the curse Calypso leaves on on Annabeth and Percy, where it's like that we find out in this chapter that Calypso cursed Percy when he left her alone, and that was making Annabeth feel that. And it's also about how they're like trapped alone but together in in the, these chapters. Um, also, the album just came out, and it's it's really really good, so really really good. Um, so if, yeah. Um, I like don't have my phone on me because it's charging. Um, and so I'll probably like look at my music library later and be so mad that like I missed like a big important uh, like song that makes a lot of sense. But as of the moment, <clears throat> the song that has been resonating with this chapter's whoa the crammer hey yo um back to december by taylor swift um because it just gives percy bob yeah like this is can i do the acoustic version yes because they're in (laughs) hell it feels right to me (laughs) i love the acoustic version that made it sound like i didn't but it did it did (laughs) it did no, it just, it, it gives more emotional and like more like ouch and oh God. It's giving ouch. It really is. I have no actual words left in my body, um, but it's giving ouch. Um, that does remind me. Um, I don't think we ever talked about this on the podcast because we banged a bunch of recordings and this, this is our first, like, podcast we're recording right before it gets posted in a minute. So, um, did we ever talk about Midnight's? Bruh. No. I'm so excited. I just feel like our listeners need to know because we are, number one, a Percy Jackson podcast, number two, a Taylor Swift podcast. hmm Yes. So, quick thoughts. This, the album has not come out yet, clearly, but our, our thoughts about the announcement. I'm gonna shit myself <laughs> and die. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm stressed. I, I can't lie. You're stressed? I, I'm anxious about it. Why? Because it, it, what if it's not good? It's going to be. But what if it's not? It's I just know nothing about it. Miss Taylor. I know. And 10 is just like, that's a lot. Like, how can you have 10 hits of an album? Uh-huh. Almost no one does that. But yeah. I just, I would be so sad if Taylor entered her flop era. She's not gonna. She best ass not. She's never had one. She never will have one. But, but can you understand why I'm afraid? Yes, I can. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for seeing my pain. <clears throat> thank you for seeing my pain. I do see it. Neve, thoughts on Midnight? I just have no idea what it's going to sound like. Like, yeah. I truly don't know what direction. Because it looks like... The marketing for it is giving like 
eight, like sort of like. 1989, but not. It's like 1989 BMX version. I don't know, like it's like what like the like extreme, you know, like it has like a grunginess that 1989 is like the clean version, and like Midnight's feels like the 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 dirty version, but not in like a not in like a sexual way. No, but you're right. Because Reputation is the dirty version in a sexual way. Yeah, Jesus. But it's like. It's like season three of Glee Quinn uh, version of 1989. <laughs> yes! Haha. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Glee, Ava. <laughs> Someday. I actually can't even recommend that you do. Yeah. It's probably not a good decision. Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people. If I had seen Glee during the time that it came out, I'd be a much worse person, I do think. I do agree. Yeah. About you. Oh, I know. Just wanted to make sure that was clear. <laughs> um, and the other, the other bit of recent news is um, this is the first podcast recording since the drop of the teaser trailer. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! What are our thoughts? I'm losing my mind. I'm so excited. <laughs> Just the idea that, like, it's finally real. Like, I, I feel like everything up till the teaser trailer has been, like, able to have been taken back. But the fact that they actually have footage that they're showing us, I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I do have to say, oh, will I get killed for this? <sighs> I do have one thing that I went aw when I saw it. What? Why are they in the woods? Why is it woods? I do Why is it woods? I do get what you mean. That's not... Like, they did the same thing the movie did. Mm-hmm. That's not what a summer camp looks like. No. Cabins are not built into the woods. Mm-hmm. But I will give it grace. I will give it kindness and forgiveness. But I, I did have my qualms. And I will be honest about them. This is the honesty corner. Please. Um, and I'm going to be honest. That's fair. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. What were our favorite moments from these chapters? They're just so depressing. They're really depressing, but they are like... They like bring up good points. Like what has been... like if They bring up stuff that's been talking about... Like we've been talking about for the rest of the book. Yeah. Of like, you know... The consequences of Percy and Annabeth's actions in terms of like killing monsters and are they people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like really, just like if you weren't picking up on those themes existing in the rest of their chapters, like these just like and then Rick you, hits you over the yeah, head. These yeah, these just kick you in the face with that theme, so it's like incredibly clear. Um, but I think it was really interesting. I think that it was like definitely crazy to have them literally like beaten up so badly. <laughs> like, it was literally just shot after shot. We were, so... Annabeth is blind and, like, yeah. doesn't know that Percy's there. And Percy, like, has these, like, huge cuts on it. It's cr- it's crazy. No, Neve and I went to Barnes & Noble today, and we were, like... And then we got Chipotle, and on the way back, we were, like, oh, 
we're running out of time to read these chapters. So we listened to the audiobook on our drive home from, from Barnes and Noble. Um, and Neve goes to me, she's like, I know they're going to get out of this, <laughs> but I have no idea how. Yeah. It was just like shot after shot. And then Bob finds out about his real identity. And you're like, oh, well, they're only saving Grace is now just not going to be there. It was crazy. I liked how it... Okay, this is actually a concrete moment that I liked. I liked how it ended with Bob not really being sure that he forgives Percy. Yep. You know what I mean? Yes. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I like, totally agree. It wasn't totally resolved, but he was like, I don't want you to die. But he's still not really, like, chill with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I really liked I thought. I thought it drew a really compelling um, moral quandary in that way. Vocabulary. Thank you. Thank I'm you. snapping if you can't tell what those noises are. I <laughs> love the word quandary. I actually don't super know what it means, but I guess now I do from context clues. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's take a quick break and then we'll be back to talk about the theme of dependence. <laughs> Wait, were you just giving it a pause? No, thank oh, you. Okay, I just had to make sure. The theme of. And just like, what kind of drum roll would that be? He like say defense. He's the first part of the second half. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're back. Um, this week's theme is dependence. Where did we see dependence in these these chapters? Uh, um, well, before we go into that, I have to say something. I really do. And I just know that it's not related to the theme. And it's there's no place for it in the episode. But I just have to say, and I've thought this for years, I have no idea where this is possibly going. I I know, they're so scared. (laughs) Literally no idea. So Bob's real name reveal, right? His name, Yapidus. It sounds like a sneeze. (laughs) And I just need everyone to understand. (laughs) Yapidus, like that. Sneeze, bless you. I literally thought you just, did you just really sneeze? No. Oh, that was good. Thank you. (laughs) That's because of the name. Excellent fake sneeze. Like. You heard it here first, folks. Pro tip. You ever need a fake a sneeze? Just say. (laughs) Yeah. Like that just bless you. Like it sounds so much like a sneeze. Yeah. Nope. I was right. I had no idea that's what you were going to (laughs) say. Predicting that one. Yeah. It does sound like a sneeze, though. That was that was not even out of left field. That was even further. Yep. Well, dependency. Yep. Um. Uh, I think that I have not in, enjoyed particularly how dependent specifically Annabeth is on, or at least how much. Percy thinks De- Annabeth is depend- dependent on him in this book. 
Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like, Percy is like, I need to save Annabeth. And it's uh-huh. sweet, but at a certain point, it's like, damn. Like, you really think this girl is going to just die without you. And then she literally goes blind, so she's even more... To, like, it's just so... It's such a literal depiction of this relationship at the current moment. Yeah. Rick, for the most part, is pretty good at writing their relationship. But for some reason in this book is like the first time Annabeth starts to fall into a damsel yeah. role. Yeah. And it's weird. Because it's just been set up for so long that this would not be it. I know. It's not her. And like, I get it. But also, I hate it. Yeah. Like, everyone has their moments. But that's assuming, like, Percy does too. Yeah, and I guess they do, like, like he should they be kind this. of flip back and forth, like, because now Percy's dying and she has to take care of him. Yeah. But, I don't know. I still don't love it. No, it's also like, he should be just as incapacitated as her in hell. It's just, like, typical, like, typical man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, he left a girl on an island. And now his current girlfriend is suffering because of that, too. Like, yeah, it's such a, like, classic Greek mythology thing where, like, the woman suffers for the the man's, um, mm. what is it called? Transgressions? Did someone say Clytemnestra? Did someone say Helen? Did someone... I could keep going and I won't. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> bitch like that is such a (laughs) that is such a common greek and roman theme oh my good god i'm gonna think about that for hours and they escaped so much of it well that's not true they do in the first book that's they do fridge sally basically please it's not technically a fridging because she's not dead it's just such a funny verb but it fridging yeah yeah that you fridge Sally. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just, it's, I just don't hear you use that up. Continue. Because she's not dead. Normal. But it, like, plot-wise, is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it just, like... Annabeth is so not that character, like, based on everything we know about her, to fall into this damsel in distress role. Mm-hmm. And... She, it's also a weird turn for their relationship to take after Annabeth just spent essentially two books. Because it's Son of Neptune, and we're going to count Mark of Athena as a book that she spent independent as well. Yeah, she hasn't been with him really for three books. Yeah, and maybe that's the reason why she's, like, falling into this. Like, I could see, like realistically like the if someone had to come up with the reasoning why she's acting like this it's like oh well she's been by herself for so long um because i you, i didn't even think about lost hero she is also technically still but i guess lost hero and Sunday Neptune are kind of have whatever um <laughs> like they um she spent a lot of time without percy but it's just very tough to believe given everything we know about her that like now that she is with percy in this like dire situation to just not fight for herself like this. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that 
I think Rick's like intention is like they both have to keep saving each other. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, is a very male writer way of going about writing this in that like he's not thinking about how that still will play into those tropes. Yeah. Like you can, you can be doing something with the intention of it being something else, but it doesn't mean it's not still playing into uh, pre-existing tropes. Yeah. Mm. That are still problematic, even if. Agreed. Yeah. Especially if you are a male writer, like, yeah. It's just the way that she's so taken out in these chapters are like, like what's special about these, huh? Yeah, I do like that that she um, had her like, like one of them was like a a direct result of her her grobossery. Oh yes, yeah, that was good. The like Polybides curse was yeah. like I was like that is a slay. <laughs> that is a slay. But it's just I guess it all like compounding experiences like everything that she's been through in the past in the entire heroes of olympus series got on us like with but, but like when she went blind and was just like percy which way do i go i was like okay yeah. Yeah. In, the, in the original series would be blind and slashing like just in the yeah. air like she would not be like percy like yeah. she would not be doing that. I think yeah. I think that that hits the nail on the head of why it's uncomfortable, particularly in these chapters, because it's unbelievable that these things would take her out. Yeah, yeah. And like, like to believe that like Annabeth would be sad if Percy abandoned her. No, she'd be pissed. pissed. Yeah, yeah. She would not be like crying over it. No. She'd be like, what the fuck? Like I went all over looking for you. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, that's because it's not even just yeah, what's happening, it's how she's reacting is so out of character. Yep. That's like, and it's in the service of furthering the male character's plot. Yep. Rick, shame. Yeah. But the other things about this chapter are really interesting. Oh, yeah. The big questions of the chapter are really, really good. Yeah. Oh god, when they mentioned Nico. I can say oh, that's the big like thing. I thought that was a really compelling point for Percy's relationship with Nico. I agree. It I is agree. kind of starting to foreshadow um the reveal later in this book. Mm-hmm. Um but you when Bob is like, yeah, Nico actually talks about you a lot. <laughs> says that you're really great and maybe promise to help you you know like yeah. oh my god it's like hmm sounds like sounds like someone might be in love with someone <laughs> but like, no spoilers sounds like a little a little quest yeah um so that and also when they talked about how like i don't know like People never put themselves in Nico's shoes in this book, I feel like. Never, ever, ever. Like, he's always just very kind of, like, isolated um, in a funky way. Um, And not funky, just bad. And I have no brain cells left. I'm sorry. Um, And so true. Um, And sorry. Sorry. I I got really distracted. Um... And I don't even really understand how to describe it. I got distracted by a quote. Um, and what the fuck was I saying? Oh, um, when when they were talking about Nico 
being like so troubled by when he was in Tartarus and when he was kind of internalizing the fact that like every molecule of air is like a curse of a soul like screaming or whatever and like that's just the building blocks of this system like the horrors all together are so much worse blah, blah blah like oh my god like the fact that they like there was at all any empathy for Nico and like actually description of like why he acts the way he does besides like his sister you know like I don't know I just appreciated that and that was also just such a visceral image the like description of like when Percy starts to see Tartarus as it actually is yeah and it's like yeah yeah like Ugh, the air you. the air is his breath and all the monsters are the blood cells icky. and like that was is like yeah icky icky is the word yeah it's so wildly like morally depressing why he got woods on his skin I don't great question <laughs> so bring it back but why is there woods question yeah <laughs> but also I mean hey Gia too true sure she got a whole bunch of shit on her skin. Ew. <laughs> That's Sorry. so unnerving to me. It makes me think of Tree Man from Grey's Anatomy. Mm. 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 Just picture it. I'm not going to describe it. Just picture it. Um, yeah, I do think, and I think I like the point that they include that Bob isn't there to help them. I think that clarifies a lot. Mm. Um, because it is weird in the beginning of this book where he's like yeah and I'm here to help you because like Percy he's right like Percy never really did anything for him besides say say that they're tell him that they're friends yeah. and like the fact that like Nico is the one is the real reason that they survive yeah Tartarus um, Nico like Bob through Nico yeah. um, or Nico through Bob you know what I'm trying to say yes but um it's interesting. I think that that really adds an interesting level to Nico's character and also makes a lot more sense to why Bob's helping them. And I like that they really complicate that um, in these chapters and look at how um, that relationship gets strained because of this like new information that comes to light where, where the Arai are basically like, hey, you know, he's the one who basically, like, killed your old life. And he's like, oh, I do have to go and pack that. Bye. <laughs> yeah. What else? I mean, these chapters were also weirdly abnormally short. Yeah. Um, 29 was long. <laughs> and then everything else was not. Yeah. Yeah, just weirdly short. And so, like, I don't know. I just think they got straight to the point with the whole, like, Percy being dependent on Bob and how shitty dependence can make you feel when you have to, yeah. like, depend on someone you've wronged so, like, aggressively. It's crazy, like, how um, little of a two-way street is going. Like, yeah, there's a real one-way street there mm-hmm. where, like, Bob is giving them so much and they're not giving anything to Bob. Mm-hmm. And have actually taken a lot away. Yeah. yeah. It is like, Bob becomes like a very, like one of the only true selfless characters I've ever seen in something, yeah. you know, yeah. because of this fact. Yep. Which just speaks a lot to Bob's character. 
Yes. Um, and Small Bob is there too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Killing it. He so is. I love him. Any other thoughts about dependency? I don't think so. I think we kind of covered the main things, at least in my opinion. Yeah. I agree. And all the like, and we talked already a lot about the the reality of killing monsters and how that that's coming back to bite them yes. uh, a couple weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, I, we, we just, need to tread that again. I feel like it's like not the first time that we've talked about a theme and then in a, like a few weeks from talking about it, Rick's like, in case you miss it, like, yeah. this is what we are trying to say. Like, I feel like it's like we talk about a theme too early. <laughs> like yeah. before, like I, it's just, I guess like a final, like, move for Rick like just in case you can pick this up this is what we're talking about yeah you know? it did kind of in the most literal sense lose my mind though like <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting it to be this explicit in this chapter yeah. oh yeah these chapters and I was like oh my god did we do that I was like, sitting there was... listening like my mouth agape oh my yeah. god we were in this car like what is going on <laughs> it was yeah. crazy like we got out of the car and we like sat in silence for a minute we were like whoa yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was a lot it was. It is. I like. I don't even know if there are any sass moments. Yes, no. there are. Give. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember any off the top of my head. I have to I say. I know one. Give to me. Like, just, just. It wasn't particularly funny because it was very like serious. Um, yeah. No, that is true. Um, it was just at the very, very beginning oh god um i mean the opening (laughs) i found it first page of chapter 29 the skeleton kitten small bob disappeared inside his coveralls smart cat that is funny yeah the opening lines were pretty funny too yeah also because it makes it sound like small bob is wearing coveralls it, you're right. That That's what's hilarious about it. Like, yeah. Into his coveralls. Tiny yeah. Tiny cat disappearing into his own coveralls. That's so funny. <laughs> that is funny. Would anyone like the book next? I don't think there are any more funny moments. No. Um, so no, I think no. we can skip right to, to offerings. Yeah. My offerings for Bob. Me too. No, actually, I'll give it okay. to Nico. Well, mine's for Bob. Shit. Well... They both deserve a double, but I don't know which one to give a double to. That's fair. Um, I, I, okay, I'm making a brave choice. Are we ready for me to make a brave choice? Yeah. Sure. Percy. Oh. (laughs) Mostly because, not for the Nico stuff. He does not deserve this for the Nico stuff. He treated Nico very poorly. Yeah. But how, like, all of these things that he's paying for, like, he should be paying for them, but he did them when he was, A, a child, and B, his life was at risk. Mm -hmm. And I do think, like, anytime we have this conversation of, like, is it unethical, you know, like, and all of this coming back to bite you, like, he... His life was at risk. And that is just... And, like, that's, like, any of them. Like, Annabeth, too. But, like, Percy's just the main target of this, so I guess I'll give it to Percy. But, like, any demigod who's, like, fighting these monsters, like, yes, we should deconstruct, like, is this, like, you know, like, think about that perspective as well. But most of the time, he's, like, 
a kid fighting for his life. And it all stems back to the gods yeah. <laughs> should not have to have them make those kinds of decisions. I, it is um, it is a very, like, cult thing, you know, mm. in that, like, if you are raised to believe that monsters aren't people. Yeah. And, you're, and you're told that they don't actually die, so if you kill them, it's fine. They're not suffering. Yeah, exactly. Why, until you are shown... That that's that, that, that's untrue. How it's that's hard to internalize. Yeah, um, and like this is literally it coming back to explain to him that I was like, hey, you were like, no matter how right you think you were, even if you were defending your life, now like this is the suffering that they went through. Yeah, like now you have to feel it, and now Percy has to grapple with like what he's done. Yeah, and it is the question is like, is it okay that he did those things? No. no. Is it understandable? Yes. Yeah. And it's all based on what was told to him by omnipotent Im- Im- immortal beings <laughs> that are off like that are like also yeah. having like it's just another Who actually si- should know better. It's just another yeah. situation that like the gods should have prepared these children that there's these child soldiers that they're sending in better for like what they're about to do you know yeah yeah they're also people i mean like they're not half people but like like metaphorically like they're just people like people make mistakes like killing people no (laughs) (laughs) like that's why i said that after we said the whole thing about the gods and not knowing and you know like because because if you are informed that this isn't actually killed. Whatever, whatever. Like, he's human. Yeah. It's um, always the god's fault. It's, it's always the god's fault. Exactly. And Chiron. Like, a little bit. Chiron really contributes to this. Yeah, he does. Like, it's, You can't weasel your way out of that one. <laughs> no, I can't. It's, it's, yeah, it's, like, that's why I'm kind of, I was not clear, but like, I do think it's a very human thing to like, A, just, make mistake but the mistake specifically is like not questioning that authority that's telling you this thing yeah mm. yeah and you don't really know to question authority until you do and that is that is percy's journey throughout the is learning yep to question authority um yeah and like he's pushed even further down yeah into like like we're going to like from like republican to democrat in the last in the, the last <laughs> book, and now he's going from like Democrat to, to like, socialist. socialist. <laughs> exactly, I love it. Who are we voting off? <sighs> I know we just defended him, but I do have to vote off Percy. That is fair. That's fair. I think he does deserve a net zero this time. He does. Um, just for Bob, for Bob's sake and Bob's sake alone. Yeah. And Nico. Yeah. Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Mr. Riordan himself. I'm tempted to say, I don't know if I should say the gods or Zeus specifically. I think you can give this one to them all. Okay, the yeah. gods. Both are fair, though. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> Slay. Slay. All right. That is all for this week. Join us next week where we will be discussing chapters 33 through 36 through the theme of intimacy. Ayo. 
Make sure to follow us on social media. We're at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website, www.returntocamp.com. We're also Return to Camp on the platforms that don't matter. <laughs> the door slamming right after you said that. <laughs> like one of my neighbors slamming their door really just like hit it on. That's so funny. Goodbye. 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 They're coming for you, Bob. Oh my god.